Welcome to AO On Air. This is a podcast from ActiveOps, allowing us to present you topics ranging from operations management, leadership, technology, and new innovations. Check out all our episodes on YouTube channel AOTV or with your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple or Spotify. Now let's begin. Hello and welcome. My name is Michael Cups and I'm with ActiveOps and we're excited to have uh, Spencer O'Leary back with us on AOTV. We're going to talk about a special event at CRM Exchange and also a sponsor with SWPP. We're going to talk a little bit about the front office and the back office. Spencer, welcome. Hi, Michael. How are you? Why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, yeah, so Spencer O'Leary. I'm the CEO of ActiveOps North America. I run our business across the U.S. Uh, and Canada. And as Michael says, we're really excited to be taking part uh, in this SWPP event um, and also this sort of subject that's starting to be fascinating for many members around yeah. uh, the transition as we come up from the front office and, and start doing workforce management for more blended operations and, and more back office operations. Yeah. So, and you're you're speaking at a panel with a, a couple of other people. I think uh, Walgreens will be there that's and right. SWPP, Vicky will be there. So, uh, you can tell us a little bit about that. What's the topic? Yeah. So, the topic is this transition that we're seeing in the industry where uh, most businesses we're all now engaging with, uh, who have been reaping the rewards of good workforce management practices in the call center, and they're trying to do that in, in the other parts of their operation. So that sort of stretches in the first instance to, to multi-channel yep. contacts, so not just phone yep. calls, but, but email and, and, and web chat, live chat as well, um, and then also into back office operations, so, right. so more processing of the work. Uh, and the topic that we're talking about with SWPP uh, is around those if you like, the fundamental differences between those right. two or three different environments, and then some of the, the things that people need to think about, they need to watch for, and hopefully we'll get onto some tips and tricks yeah. uh, that people can learn from as they start to make that, that transition and extension. Right, and so, so if you think about the front office and the back office where they've typically been separated, uh, for obvious reasons, skills, training, all of that stuff, management. But with the economy like it is and the shifting of, you know, the great resignation, everybody working from home, just this blended environment that's happening, uh, there is a need to kind of start sharing resources or, or think about where what resources can do what work at what time. So how does that happen? I mean, if you think about – when I think about call centers, I think about somebody answering the phone dealing with a customer and then hanging up, answering the next call, dealing with the customer and hanging up. But there's got to be some, I mean, there, there's more to it than that, right? Yeah, and I think we've seen a real, we've seen a transition in the market. We've seen a transition as consumers. Um, if we if we go back a few years, whether you were interacting with your bank, an insurance company, a utility company, uh, even a shopping channel, you, you do a lot of that transaction over the phone. Uh, and as the world's moved on, we tend to self-serve. So the only time we end up engaging with someone over the phone is is for more, more complex resolution of something that's happened. Uh, and that generally means it's not as simple as just one stop and done. Yeah. The call happens and then there's some fulfillment that leads to happen after after that call. So we're seeing a real trend in whilst the number of, of agents who take phone calls every day hasn't gone down, the number of people who work in a back office to fulfill the action required for that call has certainly gone up. So if you look at the proportion in most businesses, where historically we might have five or six in 10 employees working in a call center, today it's down at one or two. And, and seven, eight, nine of those employees across an organization are now working in that sort of, that call fulfillment, that more complex yep. process and environment. And that's part of that transition that we're seeing. So if you think about the skills of those, those back office and front office, they're probably relatively the same. It's just what they're trained to do differently, right? Is that, is that why they bifurcate the work that way? Yeah, so it's, they're often answering the same type of 
queries. They're just fulfilling it in a different way. There's a skill okay. set being able to talk to people uh, yeah. on, on the phone. Uh, but then it's, it's getting resolution for that customer uh, in terms of the question that they're asking that they want a response to. So sometimes the skill set in a call center is far greater than yeah. the back office where I need to be able to deal with multiple queries immediately. We see other organizations where the front office is it's more triage. So yeah. it's a general skill of everything. And as soon as I need the call for filling, it gets handed to the back office who have then very specialist siloed skills right. that they're going to deal with. So I don't, I don't think there's one size fits all. And that's what, that's what makes this transition for workforce managers harder yeah. is that it, it isn't one size fits all and it's complex. And as we move more to the specialist end of call fulfillment, the work gets more complex, it gets more variable, it yep. gets harder yep. to manage. And that's why the, the increasing need to have workforce management right across an organization, not just the voice-only contact center exists. So, so Spencer, we recently did some, uh, some research globally around uh, op uh, you know, operations, and, and there's an interest that 90% of the people, on average, across different continents have varied differently, but for the most part, 90% think there's a recession coming. Only 11% felt like they were preparing for that recession. So when I, when I think about a recession, what that means is doing more with less, doing more with what you have, which how does that spread into this concept of front office, back office, and, and, and kind of is it merging the two? Is it just sharing uh, resources of the two? I think it's a bit of both. I mean, I think in the first instance, it's about un understanding the ins and outs of any business on any one day. The, the thing that a, a recession will drive in, in most businesses is volatility. Uh, and being able to deal with that volatility in real time to at least make the best of whatever bad situation that the recession drives. So having a good understanding of how much resource I've got, yep. how much work needs to be done, and and being flexible enough to be able to adapt and adopt new ways of working when things change. Doing that in a contact center has its own set of complications. Right. Um, but a couple of things that are, are an advantage in a contact center is I've got one source of work. It's generally phone calls. Yep. Uh, I've got one system that can measure and monitor and feed all of that work. It, it comes yep. through a switch. Yep. It comes through the ACD. So, so managing with one source of work and one system to provide me with work, it's complicated. But it's certainly not as complicated as when I move to the back office, where I've got lots of different work types. I've got lots of different systems who are feeding that work to people. A lot of that work's not digital. It's still manual. It might not be paper these days, yeah. but it's still sort of presented to the, to the agent in manual ways. So just having a good set of data across both my front, my middle, and my back office. So I've got yep. one version of the truth. I've got one thing that can show me how much time have I got, how much time do I need, and then I can adopt all of the good workforce management practices that enable me to best balance those two variables in quite yep. chaotic circumstances, certainly as, as we go into a recession. Great. Well, and one other point about the, the research that we did was that uh, there was a general consensus that they didn't have visibility into the work or the people, especially part of that may be the, you know, that people are working from home or flexing hours and things like that now. But also, I mean, how do you begin to look for efficiencies with technology like automation, like, you know, service assist where they're helping the agents along if you don't have visibility? So what are, what's the technology coming on board that might help give visibility to these operations leaders. And, and there's some really good uh, technology that really has been born out of some of the invent in the call center around the distribution of work, uh, the data that, that's, that that and those systems provide, and then how we use that for good workforce management. And we're seeing a lot of that now come out of the back office where work management systems, BPM systems, workflow systems becoming much more prevalent. And they're not necessarily ingrained within the business Right. These are work management systems that generally sit on top of the core technology. 
that the back office uses. It's still very difficult in a back office to think of all work processed by one and one only system. Yeah. That's, that's probably far from reality. But having one way of measuring that work, then having one way of managing that work, seems to be a way that a, a lot of businesses are going. Once we get that right, uh, and it's what active ops help a lot of uh, businesses and a lot of our customers with is is solving the data problem outside the call center. Yeah. One one single source of data, one single source of work in the contact center, very different in the back office. But you need that same view. You need to know all the work, all the time. Bring those yeah. two things together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And final thoughts. I mean, I know you're you're doing a panel session, but uh, somebody that may have missed that because they visited a def different session. Uh, what's what's the final thoughts? Where should somebody start with they're thinking about merging, not necessarily merging, but uh, coexisting the front and back office uh, staff and resources? I think the, the biggest thing for me is, uh, and we're talking about it during the session, but it's thinking about the fundamental differences between the design of a call center and the workforce management practices that are needed to get a good outcome and the design of a back office and the workforce management principles and practices that are needed there. And when I talk to to most people about those fundamental differences, they definitely start from a point that says, for a long time now, we've optimized call centers based on understanding our requirements for grade of service and using queuing theory to understand how many agents are needed to answer those calls. And some of the some of the things that you you don't see in a call center that you see in a back office, you, you start every day with zero work. There's, there's nobody left on the phone that was on hold from last night. Yeah. Uh, you start with, with zero work. And you're trying to have a maximum queue length to answer calls in a certain amount of time to deliver that greater service. And that's the whole principle that I'm using workforce management to try and optimize. If I think about the back office, we absolutely see there's work left over from yesterday. People call it work in progress or policy stock or inventory, whatever language we use, it's, it's the amount of work that's sat inside a multiple day service level that's still within my process and needs to be done. So suddenly when I think about those, those differences, it, it's not enough to just think about how many people do I need for the work that's on demand and appears today. I've yeah. got to think about aged analysis. I've got to think about how much work I had come in maybe three or five or seven or ten days ago yep. and how that's moving through my pipe. So those differences, if we, if we try and adopt the same workforce management principles that have worked really well in the call center, we find they don't work very well or if at all in the back office. Similarly, if we try and adopt some of the back office workforce management principles and do it in the call center, they don't work right. either. So it is about picking, uh, get, getting the data right, making sure we have that full understanding of, of of work and time, and then using the right workforce management principles so we can effectively deliver the outcomes that we want to in those environments. Excellent, excellent. Well, enjoy your panel next week and enjoy the uh, CRM exchange and SWPP aspect of it. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. For those of you watching, uh, feel free to go to activeops.com. You can hit our resource hub and you find any information about our products and solutions. You can also, we'll put on the QR code if you would like to download that research about the global recession and doing more with less. We're happy to make that available to you. Thank you very much.